This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. Is the global economy heading for the most forecast recession ever? And what's it mean for investors? According to market watchers, a global recession is somewhere between 50 and 100% likely. To help us sort through this, we are joined this morning by Amy Shear, Patrick, Head of Income Strategies at Pendle Group. Amy, welcome to The Point. Good morning, Sean. So, is Pendle's view consistent with that 50 to 100% likelihood of a global recession? Yes, we think an economic recession is highly, highly likely in 2023. But what's upsetting markets at the moment is that the old economic indicators that you might look at to warn you of a recession are a bit misleading at the moment. So the recession narrative could take some time to play out in 2023. And I'll give you an example as to why. You know, coming out of the pandemic, it's been a very unusual cycle. Typically, we look at manufacturing indicators to tell us how an economy is doing, because even though in developed economies, manufacturing makes up for a smaller proportion of GDP than services, the manufacturing side of things were were the engines that kept going during pandemic lockdowns. People bought things, and so factories had to produce more. And since lockdowns have been lifted, people have returned to enjoying services. So naturally, when they spend less on goods, the manufacturing side of the economy, our old economic indicators look like they're hurting, but it actually tells a slightly worse story for the overall economy because consumers have been really buoyant. And actually, consumers have been more resilient than we expected, but I think money is running out. And certainly in Australia, the RBA thinks that 10% of households with a mortgage will experience negative cash flow this year. But the main reason why we think that recession is likely this year is that central banks are likely to over-tighten. They are conducting monetary policy through a rear-view lens. They are looking at lagging data, such as the labour market and services sector inflation. And those will naturally be slow to turn when the cycle turns. What are markets saying about a recession there? Because, I mean, what you're saying, this is an unusual, or the indicators are somewhat unusual given the high likelihood of a recession. What are markets saying? Well, it's interesting. The fixed income markets and the equity markets are telling slightly different stories. Lots of people like to point to the shape of yield curves in bond markets to say that, oh, a recession is definitely priced in. Now, in the US, the yield curve, that is the yield between the two-year point and the 10-year point of the US Treasury yield curve, is deeply inverted right now. Two-year yields are much higher than 10-year yields in the US. And typically, if you go back through history, when the yield curve has been this inverted, it will lead to a recession. It's just whether it takes a year from now, whether it takes three years from now, we don't know. That, that lag is highly variable. But what we do know from this inverted yield curve is that the markets think that for one reason or another, the Fed has to lower interest rates from its current level. So you could argue that fixed interest markets are expecting at least a slowdown, if not a recession. The worrying thing for us, however, is that equity markets aren't yet paying attention. Earnings forecasts are notorious for not seeing a recession until it's staring us straight in the face. And so far, equity markets are at valuations and forecasting earnings levels that are not at all consistent with recession. Okay, so let's bring this back to what Pendle's doing or what an investor should be thinking about doing with all that as background. How should your, you position your portfolio? So it's easiest in all the asset classes to choose to be in government bonds 
long duration government bonds than anything else. And when we talk about government bonds here, we're talking about high quality developed market government bonds, such as Australian Commonwealth government bonds and US Treasury government bonds. Regardless of whether your view is of a mild or a deep recession, bonds always rally when recessions hit. This is why being in duration or government bonds has to be the crux of your portfolio decision this year. Now, government bonds compared to the beginning of 2022 are also far more attractive now in terms of the income stream that they can provide than other risky assets like equities. So put quite simply, why would you take more risk by going down the capital structure, by going out into company equities when you can get a similar yield on government bonds? But it shouldn't be a set and forget strategy for Pendle. We fear that 2023 will be just as volatile a market environment as 2022. There will be new fears about whether inflation is really behind us, whether monetary policy tightening is closer to an end or not. And that will drive volatility in both equity and bonds this year. So putting a larger weight to fixed income and putting it with an actively managed strategy that has been proven to be tactical and agile through market volatility will be key. Amy, thank you for talking to The Point. Thank you, Sean. That was Amy Shearpatrick, Head of Income Strategies at Pendle Group. You've been listening to The Point Podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer.